The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co., established 1977, have personal and domestic water filters, which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting, alkaline, ionized mineral water, which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals, and bacteria, so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. How are you, sister? Hi, Pete. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Really, really good. Sun's coming up. Got a nice cup of tea here, ready to become the student for the next hour. And, nice. Uh, and take in all that you have to share, whatever that may be. And Who knows at this <gasps> point? I go, I go with it. <laughs> Me too. And one of the things that, that popped into my mind this morning when I woke up was the idea of patterns, how human beings like to create patterns of you know, whether they be belief patterns or the way in which we live our life. We, we tend to do the same thing over and over and over again. And I thought it might be really interesting for you to take us on the journey of perhaps medicine and, and in a broader sense, healing as far as the patterns that you have uh, discovered over your career and, and, and life as to have we worked out how to heal ourselves in a, in a pattern state or are we experiencing something over the last 18 months and, and beyond where we're in a dysfunctional pattern, so to speak? So how's that for a starting kickoff? Let's go into patterns. All right. We should have been wearing patterns if you're going to go there. <laughs> well, I, I do I have actually I- I do, have, I, I do have my sloth pajamas and they're sort of patterned with these sloths. I have a, a textural pattern. So it doesn't have to be visually colorful. But it, that's one of the things that I assumed as a child that people could do, that I could do, which was pattern recognition. 
and seeing within myself when I was doing things habitually or, or by rote or um, repeating patterns in one's life. And that's a huge part of healing the self is noticing when something keeps returning to you um, to notice what the message is, because the way it seems to be in this place, which is just becoming ever more <laughs> bizarre and, and unfolding in a way I couldn't have predicted really ultimately, maybe the fractal is breaking down or something, which is another part of the pattern um, that I would notice when things would tell me something, you know, in my life, because I find at the beginning, it would be subtle. So you would get a subtle feedback of an action or activity. It's akin to say a child touching a hot stove and getting burnt, right? And you're supposed to learn from the message or in, integrate the message so that you can become to, ever toward a holism of the self. And then if you don't, like say you miss the message that that's hot and that will burn you, you'll, you'll burn yourself again. And maybe it's the same, but generally what I would see is the, if the pattern or the message or the lesson was ignored, the next round of it would be harsher. It would be a little more um, standout-ish. And I think because um, this is a place of love, ultimately, I really do. I really, despite what it looks like, I think this is a, a earth school. I think it's meant to, as a divine growth process. Um, for us to individuate our souls in some unique way, to to redefine our division. We're divided from God, but we're not. So we're like a unique expression of the one and to ever more evolve that, if you will. So, you know, moving those increments forward. And if you are paying attention, you're using your your full mind, you'll see the patterns. And I've how how many times have I seen people where if I go back and I retrace their history, they ignored all the signs, ignored all the messages that were saying this is your body wasn't right about something or even whether it was spiritual, or physical, whatever realm it was coming on, they were just pushing it aside. Right. And then if you, of course, ignore it, suppress it, whatnot, it'll come back harsher. So that's that pattern is a fundamental truth of this place. And if you if you tune into that, you make your life much easier because you'll see when, you know, or a relationship pattern or, you know, any of these situations where you're like, oh, why is this again repeating in my life? And instead of being a victim and saying, oh, poor me, this is, you know, this sucks. Go, okay, what, what didn't I get the last time? What didn't I clue in about? What was I supposed to learn? I'd really, you know, like to know what it is so that I can move on from this pattern and get to the next garden. I mean, my spiritual teacher used to say, you have to pick the flowers in the garden, all of them. <laughs> so if you miss one, you're going back to the garden to finish, you know, you complete, and then you move on to the next platform or the next, the next garden or the next echelon. And uh, it's just seems to be how this place is run. That That's how I, that's my perception. And I know that there's different perceptions <laughs> within the the big perception but that's how I see, you know, a pattern recognition. And then we have small, tight patterns and large patterns, for example, patterns over generations of the way that these, you know, we've been treated and are mistreated uh, by the by the setup of the wars and the setup of the way the economy has been, you know, uh, put to us so that they can do their little plan, um, you know, like communism repeating itself. I mean, that's a pattern. You see the same steps towards communism every time. It's not, it's not really much different 
Um, but seems that people forget history. They forget the patterns <laughs> and, and toward that. So it's like an amnesia we see over and over again. And my only guess is because it wasn't whatever that was supposed to teach for the masses, it, they didn't get it. It, it, it. it didn't hit or it didn't stay, or maybe it was there and then it faded. So now it's come again and it's harsher, <laughs> you know, and it might end your life and you got to, you know, go through it again. So that's, that's sort of my thoughts on, on it in a general sense. Mm. And, and obviously we've got uh, the, the family patterns as well, or the ancestral patterns that we take on from unhealed trauma from our parents, whether you believe in that or not, but you know, mm -hmm. if, if we take on their beliefs, not, not worthy enough, we don't love ourselves enough, uh, we're victims, we blame others, et cetera, et cetera. Then if we're, if we're raised in a family like that, then by rights, we probably adopt or inherit quite a lot of those, those patterned beliefs. And it's interesting because on some of my plant medicine journeys and other uh, ceremonial journeys, one thing that, um, has presented itself over and over is when you come to sit in ceremony, you're actually doing the work not only for yourself to create new patterns or remove the patterns that no longer serve you, but also you're taking on a more of a collective, if you, if, if you can conceptualise this, a collective healing in that space where you're actually going to either heal your family trauma or perhaps uh, a collective trauma or a collective pattern and it's an interesting space to go into <laughs> because uh, I'm considering doing another journey at the moment um, a ceremonial journey it's like well, what's next for me is this actually my stuff or am I going to go in to do a collective um, healing and if I'm doing a collective healing what's going to appear in that experience and and already i'm thinking oh, fuck <laughs> just another one i've got my own shit worked out you know it's uh, it's 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 a really interesting time and i want to go back to what you just said there was um about communism and that we've got amnesia and that we've gotten because i was having that discussion with my wife this morning before the chat i said you know we, Human beings have, have survived through world wars, through extreme tragedy, through extreme trauma, yet life still persists. Life still yeah. flourishes. And in those states of those wars, perhaps we couldn't see a way out at that particular point in time. And I want to bring that full uh, up to this particular point in time in human history because I think a lot of people that they're really struggling at the moment. They can't see a way out. Do we need to see a way out of this? And how do you deal with this situation currently, 18 months into this, um, this nightmarish or fairy tale or surreal experience? Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited, actually. Um, uh, this is, it may not look like it now, but this is what we've always wanted. We've wanted the slave system that has just been keeping us in the nine to five existence, uh, degrading us slowly over a period of time, uh, which I saw through probably as a child, 
Um, I never wanted to be in it within it. Um, I wanted to be really free. And what we're seeing now is the level of corruption. You know, the amps are going up to 11 on that. Um, so people even that are really sleeping are even starting to go, hey, you know, wait a second. Something's off about this. This isn't lining up. Um, and it's their last battle um, right now. And what it's doing, and I, I talked about this in a video at the way beginning um, of this whole hoax, um, I said, I, I teach a lot about expression versus suppression, right? And that healing is expression. And that if you suppress anything and it's from a healing standpoint or it's from a political you know, process, doesn't matter. If you suppress anything, there's a workaround and there's a blowback. And because the suppression and the, the strength of the force is so intense right now, especially what you've got going on in, in your, your country. And um, I mean, each individual country is having its own shadow projection suppression coming um, that you cannot stop, that we cannot stop the healing crisis. Uh, it's driving those of us who are just have already been either on the fringe or already out of the system because I came, I came completely out. I was driving without a driver's license and no insurance and all that sort of thing. Um, and I had to, I got pulled back in the system when I had a child, but you know, we're done. There's those of us, we're finished. We're not um, contracting with them any longer. And it is happening uh, on mass and my networks and the people that I'm communicating with, these are skilled People, educated, intelligent, they've already been uh, through their healing journeys. Um, you know, maybe they're not completely resolved, uh, but they're enough that they've avoided the fluoride in the water and the shots that are dulling them down and they don't consume fast foods. They don't poison themselves. They've worked through a lot of their karmic uh, aspects of their journey and they're ready. They've, they've pulled up their, you know, their bootstraps and they're ready to get to work, um, which is really exciting you know, because this is what we ultimately want to have happen from this crisis. Uh, this healing crisis is how I see it, that we have now the real expression of all of this suppressed energy. And it's coming into uh, a way of collaboration in a, pri in a private capacity. So not in um, the, their jurisdiction. Uh, we have free will. So despite what they tell you and despite what it may look like that they're because they are wanting to exterminate large percentages of the population, as has been their goal uh, even before when they designed World War One was part of it. But it didn't kill enough people. World War Two didn't kill enough people either. So they would they love the pandemic games and the, the fake disease stuff and the vaccines work quite well for that. Um, and I think their goal was two billion um, for the next couple of years to die from this wave. And I believe they're, they have a very ambitious goal of tw to 2030 of, of something like 5.5 billion people uh, exterminated, um, which I, I hope that's not the case. I hope it feels like more and more this is shifting um, and faster and faster. Everything seems to be speeding up. So uh, I'm, I'm thrilled. I, you know, as much as it's horrifying, when you go into that, that illusion, so when you step into the cult mindset, that illusion, it's frightening. It's horrifying. That's their nightmare. They're living a nightmare. 
but you don't have to live the nightmare. You can actually pull completely away from the nightmare and realize that you are a manifester and you are a creator with God and that you don't have to believe any of that whatsoever and begin to collaborate with those who are also awake and get the job done of, of removing your free will and your contracting with these devils um, and, and start to build our new world. And that's what's happening. I mean, it is happening. It's not just lip service like it used to be. Cause I remember years ago, I was so excited about collaborations and community building, you know, off grid style sort of things. Um, but the, the population that I was seeing, they were still in their, um, either lower ego or spiritual ego. They were not, uh, rectified in their mind. So they weren't, um, coming from a self-reflective uh, place enough or grounded enough, you know, to you know, deal with conflict or differences of opinion and, and things like we see now today, which are like children fighting in the playground over a toy. That's how I see the cult playing out, um, out there. So if we can have mature adults, spiritual adults actually uh, communing, we will be able to uh, survive the fall out of, of all of this. Um, and survive the um, discrimination and the segregation that's they've been planning, and um, build build our our systems and structures that will also welcome the rest of the people who are ready to come out of Babylon. Basically, mm, really, really interesting. Um, and there's so many different paths that I want to go on from what you just said. You talked about the acceleration, and that's something that every day yeah. and it's a it's a it's a fascinating space to be in as you said because i'm removed from it yet i still observe what's yeah. happening and like today just before i hopped on here so i had a feeling that america or the united states would have some sort of vaccine mandate um come today from what what had been transpiring over the last few days and there it was you know they've just announced that nearly 100 million Americans will be mandated to have uh, a vaccine. Uh, to, something to that extent today. I haven't looked into it properly. But <clears throat> how do you advise your clients or your, your patients and your, your friends and family and yourself to navigate the noise that is out there or that acceleration of this propaganda or agenda and to stay mm. grounded in the, what I would call insanity of it, when you can see it, because it is insane how I, I perceive this. Uh, I see it as criminal. And even in Australia yesterday, they announced the, the, the path out of lockdown for New South Wales, which is the state that I'm in. And... They said when when we get to 70% of the population double vaxxed, currently I think they're at 35%, and they think they're going to get the other 35% within the next four weeks or five weeks, which I can't see happening. But they said those people have their freedoms and everyone that hasn't had two vaccines will stay in lockdown, basically indefinitely. So when people are witnessing this and, and they're actually a part of that system, how do you offer and can you offer a, a solution for them or a, or a um, 
a light at the end of the tunnel? Or is that not your 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 role or is it anyone any of our roles? I think the way to to the way I've come to it now since the beginning of this but also this is not this event is not changing any of the thoughts that I had they're just just sort of adding to what I sort of knew about this place and one of it is that you're on your own <laughs> for your work meaning no one's going to rescue you or save you from the work that you must do in your whatever your individual path is and whatever that looks like. And everybody's different in how that appears to them um, because it's all projections. And depending on the level of work that you've done on your subconscious, um, like you've done your shadow work, for example, you've done your inner child work, uh, you've healed trauma, you've released it, you've worked on the physical body, you've healed the gut, you have a sense of God, you understand your place in eternity on some level. To me, if you've done that work, the the outside projection will be quite peaceful and even fun. And it's a lot of work still. Um, I know this is a time in the quickening of a lot of actual work, physical, mental, all kinds of work. Um, and those who are now in it deep, what's going to challenge them is to, they're going to everybody, no one's going to get away from this. Everybody's going to have to do something that scares the crap out of them. That is extremely courageous and brave. Like you've done it. I've done it. We came out very vocal, right? Publicly. We said what it was and we got, you know, mud thrown at us tremendously. I mean, we've all got terrible things that people have said to us um, publicly, you know, um, and slandered and, and these sorts of things. But I didn't care and you didn't care. That wasn't important. What was important was your integrity. And if people can see what that is and the value of standing in their integrity, being courageous, doing what's right. And not from a place of um, vengeance, uh, from a place of knowing that that is what you are to do as a rite of passage, then victory will be yours. Because that is what is being asked of every single individual right now. Even a lot of children, even a lot of children have to stand up and be brave at this time, which is I, of all the things that have gotten me to just have shaken me is what's been going on with the children. Of course. And so there are children in schools that are even saying, I, do, I refuse to put this on my face. I refuse to do it and standing up and walking out, you know, um, and that is the way through um, losing your job, no, not knowing where the food's going to come from. That's bravery, because what it's going to do is going to put you into a state of faith and trust that you will be taken care of no matter what. If you stand firm in your integrity, there are rewards for that here. And if everyone does that or people realize that, they will get through the eye of the needle of the massive test before us and they will cross over and realize that they're coming out. It's come out of her time, come out of Babylon now. But you can't, you don't just get it for free. <laughs> you, <laughs> there has mm. to be a sacrifice of your spirit, meaning it has, it's scary. It's, it's, there's, there's that type of fear, but you have to 
just be courageous. And so that's how I see this right now. And that's mm. how I encourage people. So I get a lot of people coming to me, you know, I'm going to lose my job if I don't do this. They're here in Canada or in Ontario. They're doing this stupid passports, B passports thing. Um, they lie, of course, everything. They always lie. They'll say, oh, you know, 70% of you are backs, then we'll open up. That's a lie. They tried that here. They just lied. They changed their mind. They just they just keep promises and promises and they keep breaking them and people keep still falling for the promises, even though they break them every time, you know. And I had someone say, like, I'm not, once this goes into effect, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. You know, this is my job. And so it's time to think outside of the box and say, well, yeah. Why do you want to be in such a situation where you're the only one that's not been taken the death jab, you know, and you're feeling pressured into it? Why wouldn't you trust in God enough to walk away from those are not your people? Those aren't your peers. If you're awake and you're among the, the zombies, it, why do you want to hold on to that job so bad? You have to ask those questions, you know? So that's what it's, it's hard to explain each and every, I'm not, I don't know every scenario. How would I know every scenario? I don't. All I know is what I've seen on in the patterns of people. And when they do stand up, they get the connection. So I just went to a festival, huge festival here in Ontario. Okay. And the people I met just blew me away. Absolutely. Gave me so much hope and, and fulfillment. Um, I'm riding that and I will continue to. But every almost every single one of them have either a summons or a fine or they have to go to court or they lost their job. Not one of them got away with just fine. See, I got away with keeping my position because I saw the writing on the wall way back when I woke up. Like I woke up in 2000. And then when 2012 hit, I was like, oh, okay, next level, they're upping the ante. It's time to get out of the city. And I already made my move knowing I would have to grow food and collect water and know how to chop wood and all of those things and be more self-sufficient. And I didn't want to do it in a shocking manner. So, I mean, James True says he's actually bows down to those who are still trapped in the matrix because they only have two choices at this point. <laughs> rip the bandaid off on their awakening, which is whoa, <laughs> or off they go into the next incarnation because they're not going to make it. That's it. So that's an intense awakening. So mm. yeah, yeah. I, I get the same thing every day. It's messages and emails, people panicking. It's panic, mm -hmm. it's fear. Mm -hmm. And yeah. as you, as you pointed out, you know, you have to rip that bandaid off. You have to look at, at the wound that was, Again, I, I did a post the other day that just said, no one's coming to save you. Your life is 100% your responsibility. And I didn't say it to be right, even though it is right. Um, but just, just as a, as a, nearly as a shock, as a wake up, because I, I feel that people are waiting for other people to help them out of this. And it's like, fuck, you know, it's, this is, this is what you're here to do. This is what you're here to face. And the, the, the more you turn away from it, the, the, the more intense it's going to come. That's right. Become. You mentioned the word victory before when you said to, to 
to confront these fears or to face this and, and victory is on the other side. What do you mean by victory in, in that context? Victory from how I've seen what it looks like. Again, it's going to be a different victory for different people's um, experiences. So my personal victory has been the, the opening up of what I always felt like I was here to do. Um, my, my, I'm, I feel aligned with my purpose and my path and, and the work before me. And I can see that clearly ahead and I see the, the road opening up. So to me, I, I feel the victory of that bravery, um, presenting abundance to me, presenting support to me, um, all the, the individuals, circumstances, and situations are lining up accordingly and life is flowing. So the victory is through that daily flow of life rather than the um, day-to-day continuing to make trauma in your life patterns. So when you do the work, the victory is the resolve. it, it, It resolves the issue, whatever it may be or whatever's presenting you know, individually for that person. I felt lost um, for a while. I knew what I was supposed to do for the work and make the medicine and present the medicine and teach the medicine. And I knew that as my beingness. However, the deeper part of creating holistic hospitals, um, creating alternative licensing bodies or structured certification bodies for doctors, nurses, and all kinds of health practitioners I always felt was part of my path. I, I, I didn't know how that was going to happen. And I kept dipping in to different groups to see, oh, is maybe that it? Like putting my toe in, are those the people that are doing it? Is this the way? Is that person the way? And I was inviting a lot of kind of almost a trauma or a, or a, a chaos when I would do that rather than listening and waiting and receiving. I really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast. If you'd like to listen to the rest, please visit evolvenetwork.tv. That's evolvenetwork.tv. We'll see you there. The information, views and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences, and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views, opinions, or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.